Welcome to Compliance Beat, the podcast for compliance and ethics professionals. We provide practical insights and answer your questions about compliance and ethics. Together, we'll stay up to date on current trends so that your program stays effective. Brought to you by Moorhead Compliance Consulting. Here's your host, Eric Moorhead. Today, we're going to talk about three tips for teaching a complex compliance topic. First, I want to, as always, ask you to please, please, please subscribe to Compliance Beat if you haven't already. If you have any questions, comments, suggestions, or would like to get in touch with us otherwise, you can always email me at eric at moreheadconsulting.com or you can contact us on the compliancebeat.com website or on the Moorhead Consulting website. We're thick into the dog days of summer here in Texas, and I know I've been remiss over the last week or so. I hope you'll excuse that as we had been on vacation with our brood, trying to uh, soak up the last few weeks of summer before we send them back off to school. I know that a lot of you are involved in the same process, and also know a lot of you are planning what you're going to do come this fall with regards to training and communication. Uh, One topic that comes up quite a bit when we're talking about compliance topics is complexity. Uh, Many of the subjects, many of the topics, the issues uh, that you must discuss with your stakeholders, with the employees and others are not necessarily that intuitive, um, are issues that perhaps they have no experience with or little experience with or have received perhaps conflicting information in the past about. Um, The topic that comes to mind, I think, uh, in this area, the risk topic that comes to mind in this area quite frequently these days is anti-corruption, anti-bribery, FCPA, whatever you're going to call it. And that's one of the problems, too, is we, with some of these topics, and we'll continue to use anti-corruption as an example because it's a good example of this, uh, it's hard to know exactly where to start, where to end, uh, what should be included, what uh, is not necessary to be included. Um, for example, when you're talking about anti-corruption, uh, I've been recently working with a client who is trying to put together a poster uh, around anti-corruption, and it's and somewhat difficult to do. Uh, what can you say? What should you say? What are the 150 words that you would say about anti-corruption that are most impactful, most important? Well, I think the answer is, is that depends. Uh, it depends on who you're trying to reach, uh, what is the most important part of that risk, Uh, that you face as an organization or that population faces and how is the best way to address it. Um, But that's just one example. Um, I have three tips that I would like to give you I think that can be helpful whenever you're considering uh, either training or communicating about a topic such as that. The first is and this is one I, that many organizations do already. Uh, we've seen a, seen a trend in online training, for example, to, to move towards uh, scenarios, and that's use real-world examples. Um, this, to me, I think is, is really important. You need to speak to the issues as your stakeholders face them. It doesn't do you much much good, for example, to spend a lot of time talking about facilitating payments when uh, you're educating a population that is not actually interacting with a government official or with a third party who's uh, working with a government official. If you're, for example, training your back office uh, folks, uh, you may want to train them on how to spot, how to see those red flags and issue spot. Uh, But it 
may not really speak to the to the real risk you face, the practical risk that you face in anti-corruption or any other issue. So you need to uh, take a hard look at the issues that have come up before with your organization or with a topic like anti-corruption. Many organizations have never had a significant issue around uh, anti-corruption or anti-bribery. So you're looking at what other organizations have gone through. We need to really think about what really matters to your organization. What is what are the issues uh, that are that are going to actually come up? The scenarios, the circumstances that are actually going to happen, can happen, would happen, are likely to happen with your organization. I think you really need to focus on the real world um, for topics that are, are more more prescient that maybe have happen more frequently, uh, for example, harassment uh, as an example. Uh, there's, I know, a renewed focus on uh, sexual harassment here in the last year. Uh, those kind of examples, there's, you probably have several within your organization where they, those, those sorts of situations, those sorts of circumstances have come up in the past. So you can speak to those directly. You can put together scenarios, uh, vignettes uh, that really speak to that specific risk. Um, if you have scenarios, if you have um, uh, examples that really don't make sense, uh, another good example here would be uh, talking about a circumstance that's happening in an office environment when the majority of your stakeholders are uh, out and remote and working in trucks or otherwise on the uh, not sitting behind a desk or sitting in front of a computer, then those examples uh, won't really speak to them. So think about the circumstance, think about your audience, think about what's going to seem real to them, what's going to be ripped from the headlines, if you will, uh, and, and speak to the issues as they are going to face them in the field. That's how you want to address those risks in training and communication. Second tip is teach to your policy, teach to your organizational values, teach to your organizational expectations. Do not, and this is particularly for you lawyers out there, do not prepare a legal history of a particular topic like anti-corruption. Don't do a legislative history of the FCPA. Don't talk about the nuance between the FCPA and the UK Bribery Act and the Brazilian Clean Companies Act. That means nothing, zero, to the audience you're trying to reach. Don't speak to the law. Don't speak to expectations that are going to seem a million miles away like the OECD guidelines. Talk about your policy. This is what we believe. This is what we suspect, we expect. Now, certainly, you should mention when you're talking about FCPA or uh, any other uh, serious uh, uh, statute that's out there that there are penalties, there are laws uh, that forbid this, that, that uh, individuals can end up in prison and companies can end up with huge fines and other repercussions. It's okay to mention that, but don't teach to that. Don't talk about the FCPA. That means absolutely nothing to your audience, and you're going to lose them. And you don't have a lot of time and you don't have a lot of space to talk to them about this important issue. So you need to talk about the values of the organization, how to apply that, those values to the topic. We don't bribe. We do not work with partners who bribe. That's the discussion you want to have. That's our policy. That's what we believe. That's connected to our values. 
that's the way to communicate around the issue not talking about the specific laws that might be broken or could could be broken first of all if any of you with a legal background if you have been a prosecutor or a criminal defense attorney you know well and good that those defendants those potential defendants that are, that are out there never think they're going to get caught anyway <laughs> that's the reality so talking to people about the penalties um, you you're only speaking you're only preaching to the choir you're pe preaching to the people who already are not going to do the wrong thing because it's the right thing to do uh, the people that are going to do the wrong thing are not going to be dissuaded by the fact that somewhere off in the foggy, misty future there might be a prison sentence. Because that prison sentence, that foggy future is for somebody else. It's not for them. Trust me. That's how they view it. So it's, it's I wouldn't say it's wasted. I think it's important to talk about uh, how serious this is. And one way to frame the seriousness of some of these risks is to talk about the legal consequences. But ultimately... You don't get anywhere by talking to a general audience about the nuance and the difference between uh, facilitating payments in the uh, FCPA versus UK Bribery, Bribery Acts pro prohibition against this, and this is why we came down the way we. That means nothing. That's that that now that kind of discussion is completely wasted. Do not do that. Teach to your organizational values. Teach to your organizational policy. This is what we expect here at our organization. That is the way to address it. Third important tip when you're talking about a difficult compliance topic is to get them involved. You have to engage them somehow. You can do this through uh, setting up, uh, uh, particularly when you're doing live or virtual events, uh, some sort of interactive scenarios or role play. Um, or have them break into teams and put together lists and contemplate the risk and ways to approach the risk and uh, what controls and, and, and how to address those risks uh, should be in place. Uh, have them involved, have them thinking about this topic uh, beyond just receiving a lecture, uh, beyond just uh, listening to an attorney or some other subject matter expert opine about that topic, particularly when you're talking about these complex topics. That's really important. Because again, from you have to assume for many of these folks, they either A, do not really understand what the risk is, or B, have been misinformed as to what the risk is, um, or have had received conflicting information. It's very easy to get confused uh, with some of these complex topics. And if they've, uh, even if they've received uh, training in the past, maybe they've received training every year on anti-corruption, anti-bribery, uh, you just can't assume that they really have a firm grasp on a topic like that. And to really get them interested, particularly those that are hands-on learners, you want to have them participating. Now, I know that's hard to do if you have a large population and you are relying primarily on uh, online training uh, to be the, the primary method of communicating the policy to that larger group. Uh, but we all know uh, that you cannot have a successful, effective compliance program uh, that just sends out uh, online training to a vast group of people and expects that that is going to be sufficient. You need to identify those people who are potentially at a higher risk, uh, and you need to have some touch points with them, either through live events or virtual events or some sort of interactive activities and communications. And don't forget communications. Um, uh, don't forget uh, involving local management, involving 
uh, HR, involving other operational ass, uh, managers within your organization to get those extra assets to communicate and interact with those people, uh, those boots on the ground. It's a lot easier, um, particularly if you have a far-flung operation, uh, to get a local HR manager or a local operational manager uh, to uh, spend a, 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 an afternoon talking to the local people and working through some of these uh, scenarios in an interactive way, uh, even if you uh, or a, compli a specific compliance resource can't make it there. Um, having some sort of back and forth, some sort of interactivity around this is really, really important and I think is a good way to try to attack a complex subject. So uh, to review that again, um, use real world examples. Use the ripped from the headlines information. Use uh, scenarios, use language, use uh, uh, use language that is going to resonate with your audience, that makes sense to them, that, se that really seems like it's coming from your organization. Uh, if they are learning through e-learning and all the examples in the e-learning are about people, again, the obvious ex one obvious example here is all the examples in the e-learning are about people in offices and 75% of your population is dispersed out in facilities, uh, on the shop floor, in, you know, out in trucks or out in the field, then that's not really going to speak to their experience. So speak to their experience, use real-world examples, use examples that are going to resonate with your audience. Teach your policy, teach your values. Don't teach the law. You're not training lawyers, you're training compliant workers. It's a very different thing. Third, get them involved. Have some sort of interactivity, if, if at all possible. Um, maybe you can't do the entire population, uh, that you're trying to hit with a particular topic, but find those that are most at risk, find those uh, that are logistically difficult to get to, uh, and, and use whatever means you can. Uh, use whatever other resources, whatever other uh, management resources and local resources, HR, legal, whatever it might be, to try to get to those people and try to provide uh, some interactive discussion and training on these topics. So I hope you find that helpful. I, I think those are three important and, and I think valuable tips that I've seen uh, over the years that, that really help organizations when they're trying to address the more complex issues. As always, please subscribe. As always, if you have questions, comments, suggestions, would just like to talk to me about something, <laughs> I'm here. Please get in touch. Until next time. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Compliance Beat. Check out our website, compliancebeat.com. This podcast is brought to you by Moorhead Compliance Consulting. Be sure to check us out at moorheadconsulting.com.